Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. Welcome. Whoa. That was very loud, GR Dad. I'm very impressed with myself. <laughs> wow. Dynamic. Welcome back to the beautiful Florida Keys. It's nice now. What do you mean now? When I came back, I was in the 50s. I was freezing. It was. There was one really cold, windy day. Freezing. Well, I'm glad you're back. So cold. <laughs> I'm glad I'm back, too. The cocktail of the week is called the Mexican 75. Mm. It's like a French 75 meets a margarita. So French 75 is gin and lemon juice and a little bit of simple syrup and champagne. And this is tequila, lime juice, a little bit of simple syrup or agave syrup if you're fancy and champagne. Mm. Bothers me. Should not be called a... The French 75 is a gun. Is a cannon. The, there's no Mexican 75. Maybe it's the Mexican 8-pounder. The Mexican 6-pounder. Maybe it's, a, it's good that you're not in charge of naming cocktails. <laughs> These are great discussions. You don't understand. <laughs> you're right. I don't. Low stakes, low information, high volume. For the Patreons and the super followers, we do uh, little Jared Dad explains the world videos once, Ugh. usually once a week. We didn't do one this week because you were traveling. Uh, but it's always like, here's Jared Dad explaining how he makes coffee, and then you're going on and on. I was like. I'm always like, that's boring. Like, stop this part. And then all the super followers are like, I totally want to hear GR Dad talk about the brand of coffee filter that he uses. See? So I I apparently am wrong that people are interested in your ramblings <laughs> <laughs> about stuff. Well, you're profoundly uninterested in it. It's funny. I like it. I think it's I think all these details are interesting. I was telling some people, like you had made some comment, maybe it was in the podcast last week, you made a dad joke. And everybody's like, I can hear Jen rolling her eyes. And, and there is much celebration of your dad joke. And I was like, you guys, <laughs> I hear all the dad jokes, like all the bad ones that don't land and aren't funny. You guys get the good ones. Yeah. I get all the bad ones. I constantly. think you're reading them online and you think they're in my voice. I don't actually tell as many dad jokes as I could. <laughs> you you make a lot of like dad-like comments well, that you think that, are funny. Yeah, well, that, that is true. And some of them are funny, but I'd say like a solid 80% are not funny. Yeah. And one thing I've learned is that repeating them doesn't actually work that to is make your them strategy. funnier to you. Well, it's been somewhat successful sometimes in the past. Sometimes I think you maybe just didn't hear me right. <laughs> <laughs> or you didn't understand it. Nope. And nope. neither is usually the case. Nope, your ears not are funny. better than mine. And you're comprehension is as good as mine too so i really is just you don't think it's funny but i can never believe that you think it's not funny yeah you do often you'll repeat a third time i cannot believe it yeah maybe if i just get you to understand <laughs> the humor <laughs> it will be funny funny to you but i don't know well yeah i i've come to accept these some of these things are just sad all right let's uh begin with administrative corner and you're perhaps favorite segment of the podcast <laughs> i love administrative <laughs> corner <laughs> uh there's not much this week except last week i talked about how we got a challenge for uh getting reels on facebook and we don't know how much we get in bonus but they said that we could get up to thirty-five thousand dollars if we get a lot of real views on facebook so i'm going to give you a live update i've been doing this for about 10 days now and my current bonus out of the 35,000 possible dollars is 
$236. I thought it was like 17 cents. <laughs> I mean, $236. I will take, man. Like, that's not $0. Uh, but out of 35000 Do you think it's linear and you can actually project out? You no. could actually project out? No. I do not. It's not. It's I none of these things. I do not. It is almost certainly not linear. It's a black box. And they do not tell you how much. Yeah. This is the worst bribe I've ever heard. Yeah. Uh, we, you ranted about this last time, but no. just in case anyone was wondering, do I have $35,000? The answer is a resounding no, nee. and I'm not going to get it. Nee. Uh, I'll be happy to get like 600 bucks by the time this challenge is up. Okay, that's mm. it for Administrative Corner. Dog updates. I think the main thing to talk about is that you have returned with the dogs from boot camp. Yes. <laughs> yes, I did. I did come back. It was cold up there. I mean, it was like, you know, 25 when I left. Um, the, you know, Remy and Voodoo did not seem to mind. They have discovered nope. their love of chomping each other in cold temperatures with when you can see their breath and they can see each other's breath. So they were good. They were great driving companions. Nobody climbed. Let me get this right. Nobody climbed in any forbidden compartments during the drive. You got to um, talk about your stay in Savannah. Yeah, we took an extra day and stayed in Savannah for two nights. So we, you know, we got in late, stayed the next day, full next day in Savannah, um, and then drove back, you know, back down to the Keys after that. So, and, and we'll just add that uh, your daughter was with you. Yes, yes, that's right. Yeah. It was uh, so I had two drivers, or I had, I had another driver. Makes it easier. Mm -hmm. It was great, and but but we stayed at a an airbnb which we're happy to recommend oh to, it was great to anyone it was a little cottage downtown in savannah close to stuff you could walk pretty much anywhere in a quarter of an hour across the street from a dog park across the street from a dog park i mean that was great like a free you know dog run kind of place and so they could play out there and and did a little bit and it's just uh having it not have any adjoining walls with anything meant that if they were to bark, and of course, you know, they didn't because they're perfect angels, it wouldn't have been bothersome. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was it was great. I mean, yeah. the place was really charming. Uh, the location was really good. Yeah. It's like a little two-level, two-bedroom thing. Like it's, it's not, a carriage house. It doesn't sleep 14 or anything, but it sleeps four easily. Yep. Carriage house. Yeah, two bathrooms. It was great. Yeah. It was a carriage house. Yeah. Or cottage. So anyway, so that was, that was great. And then we, we drove back. Uh, on the Saturday and, you know, got here and it was in the 50s, which mm, seems almost as cold as 20 I, in I Maryland. I think you've exhausted your uh, quota of complaining about the weather. Okay, never mind. It's fine. <laughs> Everything's great. Um, yeah, and, and Remy and Voods are slightly better trained now than before. They kind of know when we're calling them. Although I got to say, you know, they're not completely perfect. <laughs> They're it not dog show material by any means. They've got some beginnings that w allow us to do the lots more work that is necessary to Yeah, do. we will have to actually, you know, work with them and work on a longer leash and do and do some exercises. It's just it takes some sort of one-on-one -on -one time that we haven't haven't taken in the last week. Yep. Uh when you did get back, you brought up a, a bunch of bags of like stuff from the car, one of which was half a carton of hard-boiled eggs that you were using as egg carrots <laughs> yeah I'd, I'd been using egg carrots because voods and remy aren't carrot eaters and uh you know i didn't want to use the the turkey slices because they don't keep as well so i had some hard-boiled eggs on the drive so i brought them upstairs 
everyone was, you know, I was bringing up my bags. Everyone was really happy to see me. And all of a sudden, Boots is on her bed and there's like... Vink. Vink is on her bed and there's little eggshells around her that she's frantically chomping up. She had, had eaten half the egg carton and all three eggs, th- yep. all three hard-boiled eggs. <laughs> Good job, Vink. And she was very pleased with herself and not at all negatively infected. Yep. Ugh, uh, I was so sneaky and so quick, though. Very quick. Yep. So everybody's glad to be home. Uh, Voods continues to try to eat toilet paper at all opportunities off the roll, so we now have to keep the doors closed on all the bathrooms, which we... We're starting to have to do before, but he's really obsessive about it. Yeah. When the doors are closed, he lays in front of the doors and looks at them. He is waiting. To he get is in. so sneaky. When he's bored, he wanders around looking for open doors to like go in and wreak havoc. Yeah. In. Do you think CB needs to go out? Yep. Now you want to do that? I'll I'll pause the podcast. Okay. Brody deceived us. He did not need to go out. He just wants extra dinner. He's tricky that one. Um. Okay, so that's that's that. Um, the one other thing to just talk about that's new in the household is the snuffle mat. <laughs> so a friend of the squad, um, you know, normally I don't like unsolicited advice, but a friend of the squad was like, you know, uh, at the rescue I work at, we use a thing called a snuffle mat, and it's really good for anxious dogs, and it, like, gives their brain a workout. Maybe it would work for Brody. And I was like, what the heck? We try everything with that dog. He does exactly what he was just doing, stands and pants at us. Uh, when he gets anxious every night. So I bought the snuffle mat, which looks kind of like a flower. It's got a bunch of like felt loops in concentric circles. And the idea is that you put the food in there and it gets, you know, inside all the little folds and they have to snuffle around and get the food out. And he did it, but he really didn't like it. He got kind of frustrated with it. Um, he'd leave it with some food left in there. He's just like, I'm, I'm done with this. This is dumb. Yeah. It's like the ultimate slow feeder, which is frustrating. Yeah. Um, he, he was not stimulated by it. He was just upset by it. Um, and I was like, well, we got a bunch of other dogs. Let's try it with Remy. Remy thinks it's great. He's so engaged and he spends like three times as long eating his food now. And he, he is really having a good time. He's more patient or energetic. He's definitely got energy. I, I mean, I th- you know, it's supposed to be like mentally stimulating, like make them use their nose and hunt for stuff. And they're supposed to like it. Brody really didn't. But you can tell that he does. Right. Like he's he really likes snuffling around for stuff. And uh, we, I mean, we've only been using it a couple days with him, but he seems intrigued by it. Yeah, no, so. it's a snuffle, snuffle mat. Sounds like something you'd get at Ikea. The snuffle mat for, <laughs> for your doggin. <laughs> well, he's doing good. Uh, he did, we've been, with the aid of our vet, adjusting his insulin. He was on nine units, and his insulin was too high, or his blood sugar was too high. <laughs> so then we put him on 10 units, and he had a crash, and it got too low. And so we're like, let's try nine and a half, which is, it's so hard to pull a half even on the tiny oh. syringes oh we were trying nine and a half and he still had some crashes so now we have to go back to nine where he wasn't having crashes but his sugar was too high so we have an appointment with an internist it you know like the end of march because that's the first time we could get one this is in miami in miami yeah um our vet here is like consults with an internist and is going to send some numbers up there and she's also going to talk to the ophthalmologist and see, you know, given that we have very precisely <laughs> pinpointed the dose of insulin he has to be on so he doesn't have any low blood sugar crashes, uh, if they'll do the surgery, even though his sugars tend to be a little bit high because it's as controlled as we can get it, basically. So, um, you know, we'll start getting some answers in a couple weeks. And that's the Remy update. 
Yep. Um, do you want to do? Oh, so just household updates. We're getting our dock put in this week. There's much banging and inserting of pipes into the ground. Pounding of stakes of yep. of pillars. So P- there will be there will be pictures soon. Prodigious pillar pounding proceeding. You just you trying to say the peas into that microphone. Oh, I'm supposed that to have a screen, screen for that. I'm supposed <laughs> to have a screen for this. <laughs> it hurts my ears. Sorry. Uh, you want to do German word of the week? Sure. Are we there already? Yeah. We don't have any dog updates. We just did a whole bunch of dog updates. We did Vink with the Eggs, Return yeah. Road Trip, Boots Toilet Paper, Snuffle Mat, and Remy Blood Sugar. Yeah. I have a list. They're all very good dogs. That's all <laughs> I want to say. Okay. Um. Yes, German word of the week. Fruchtfleisch. Whoa, what kind of meat is that? It's fruit meat. I, I should have known that. Look, I, I guess I say the U a little It's different. just the inside of fruit. Fruchtfleisch. Oh, like the meat of a coconut, but it's the meat of any fruit. Yeah, what do you call the inside of a fruit? There's a word with it with P. The flesh. Yeah, there's flesh. The flesh of an apple. Sure. Do you say the flesh of an apple? You say the flesh of an orange. Do you say the flesh of an apple? Yeah. I mean. Pulp. Pulp. Pulp is the word I saw. <laughs> You're getting all the P words today. I didn't mean to, but. If you if you just move the microphone slightly off to the side when you say your pulp. P's. Pulp. Not, no, no, slightly. Just just so it's not quite in front of your mouth. Pulp. <laughs> pulp. Uh, pulp. The pulp of an orange. But in ter- true German fashion, they just you know, describe what it kind of looks like and just called it Fruchtfleisch instead of making up a new name. I mean, why not? Yeah. So, but that's anything. Right? That could be any insides of any fruit or, or So you'd say vegetable. the flesh of an apple or the Fruchtfleisch for an apple. Yeah. And, and it's mostly to distinguish it from the peel, right? So you get inside the peel and then you yeah. have the Fruchtfleisch. <laughs> what is <laughs> More peas? Yes. I think so you're not as sensitive. Look, see where my mic is right here? Yeah. You just go like this, so it's like at the corner of your mouth, and then you say your P words, oh. they don't pop as much. I can't reach your mouth. <laughs> I, I will try to be sensitive to the P's, because I don't think I usually say that many P's. <laughs> no, today, you just picked all P words. They're really bad. Okay, anyway. Fruchtfleisch. Fruchtfleisch. Mm-hmm. All right, here's my um, my taste of the keys for this week. The headline is, Couple Arrested for Theft of Millions. What? A Miami couple was arrested in Miami-Dade County Friday. This is last Friday, maybe two Fridays ago, on warrants related to the theft of an estimated $2.5 million from a Stock Island fish house and multiple commercial fishermen. Oh, that's a lot of money. Both suspects worked for a fish house on Stock Island. One was the general manager. One was the assistant general manager. That's a problem. The owner of the fish house and three commercial fishermen contacted the sheriff's office in early 2021 saying that they were stealing money. So there was an investigation and they'd been putting thousands of commercial stone crab and lobster tags in the name of one of these two people instead of in the names of the commercial fishermen. And so then the commercial fishermen couldn't legally fish because they didn't have the permits because they were in this lady's name and then they couldn't sell their catch. And uh, and then the dude placed a commercial fisherman's boat in her name. Oh, no. The lady. It's a male Assistant female manager. Couple. Yeah. Yeah. Put a commercial fisherman's boat in her name also without permission. So she's just like, my boat now. 
Uh, and then the fish house lost money due to the fishermen being unable to sell their product to the company, right? So it's like, these are the three commercial fishermen that we buy our fish from every day. And then the permits aren't in their name, so they can't go fish legally. Yeah. Legally. And, you know, you're doing it above board if you're selling to a restaurant generally. And so then the fish house doesn't have any fish to sell. This is, this is a terrible scam. They, how did they think they were not going to get caught? I know. Also, stealing the boat by uh, titling it to her is a is a bold move. It sure is. I mean, so yeah. the sheriff's office, they the investigation showed that it cost at least $2.5 million in total losses for the fishermen in the fish house. Um, and they were like illegally selling lobsters to other places as well ah. um, and that was a hundred thousand dollars scammy mcscammersons yep that's so terrible warrens and they were arrested and transported from miami to monroe county here in the keys where they will be prosecuted uh they were clearly taken to jail one of them is held on held on four hundred thousand dollars bail and one is held on one hundred thousand dollars bail well she has a boat she can just sell that to, no to bail herself yeah. out. <laughs> oh also the crocodile remains menacing around here no frankly. no crocodile's gone what no what no crocodile's gone this is worth an update the crackle main has left what how all right how is this proven uh um, maybe he's just hiding fish and wildlife came out it's oh. a she Her, she has a name oh. it's crocodile crocodile yep she's number 33 she has a bunch of pellets in her head because some people in the past not now Ugh. got mad at her and shot her with pellets oh i feel bad for crocodile now i know everybody does as they got the story from fwc um she just kind of goes all over the place she's got a radio tag on her neck and she's got a mark on her tail oh so they knew about they her. know who she is yeah oh. uh they said she's very timid. They're like, oh, I'd swim in the canal if she were in there. Says the says fish, fish and wildlife, wildlife people. Well, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, great. Let's go. Show, uh, show me. <laughs> anyway, she's gone now. Uh, I thought they moved her. Did they take her? her or did she? I, I originally, when I was originally told, I thought they took her. But it seems like she just kind of left. They Aww. shoot her away. I feel so. bad for Crocodile. I know. So if she stays far away, that would be great. Because she does not deserve to be shot at. But, no. Um, it was disturbing that she had that dead raccoon in her mouth. Well, yeah. Yeah. Better than a broiled chicken or something. I mean, that's at least wild <laughs> food, you know. Better than somebody's dog. She's clearly a good crocodile. All right. See, you give her a name, Crocodile, and that happens. Well, you you show that she's been victimized by humans in the past. That really helps, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. It's so, anyway, yeah. She's gone. For oh, now. Well, good for her. Yep. Uh, all right. Well, that's it for this week. Can't believe you weren't going to update on Crocodile. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I just forgot. It's been a it's it's been a long seeming week. Well, you've had a lot of construction going on and stuff. There's, been, there's been a lot of things happening. You've been con general managing many projects. I certainly have. Yeah, which is you're used to it, but this is a lot even for you. Yeah. All right, everyone. Well, we'll probably have a longer podcast next week um, after we spend a week together. Well, we'd have to, wouldn't we? Yeah. This was really short. It's a speedy one this time. I feel a bit ripped off myself. <laughs> <laughs> and until next time, don't bite anyone unless they ask don't you. Don't bite anyone unless they ask you to. Bye. Bye. <laughs>